0: Hey guys, uh, thanks for tuning in the podcast. I'm gonna make this really short and sweet, but I've been reaching out to um, journalists and independent media people, etc., and they usually have been responding with, um, you know, well, uh, there they'll be addressing or say we can't work with you because of people are saying this, or some guys contacted us before you contacted us and said this about you, and, I mean, that's fucking weird, I mean, why would somebody go out of the way to preemptively try to sully my name before I even reached out to you, Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's a little strange, but uh, I'm gonna address, this is for members of the media, because like I said, now we have like 43,000 plus regular listeners to the podcast, and, um, so I will just put this out there because I understand that's how people are primarily um, figure finding out about the Mesh News Project is through my Pro 2.0 podcast. So I'm just going to make these things easy for you because like, it's crazy how I've now talked to so many people who will claim, well, people are saying this, people are saying that, well, I mean, that's fantastic, but um... So I've collected a a, a large amount of sm- of smears. I've had to, when I've reached out to people or, like I said, independent media guys or what have you, um, they'll say, well, how come we're hearing this about you? Or someone's contact us and said, you're this guy or whatever after you called us, which is weird because who would be keeping that close of an eye on me if when I reach out to someone, then they go and reach out to them and say, oh, did this so-and-so contact you? Like, you know? anyways, so here are all the illicit fallacies I've collected about me, and why am I talking about this? Well, because I should be treated as just a normal person, and, um, you know, this is what happens when you experience massive corruption, um, is that it's the same saying as you can't fight City Hall. So, in case people are, I mean, yeah, you guys hear me yammer on and on about how the Villagers where I currently live, you know, what I'm saying, are, are have been like spoon fed nonsense, so now they're doing these crazy things to me. I mean, that's all true, it happens every day. It just you have no idea, even though I have a large, you know, even though I have an, uh, enemies at the top of the food chain, and then even locally, because of uh, like I said in past podcasts, you know, I was getting extorted by local guys, and then when that was happening, another situation crashed you another. You know, I use the metaphor of you can have a broken arm, and then also get the flu kind of thing. So, anyways, I'm going to list all these things because you know, when people hear these things, and then next to my name, um, I'm not going to cower. I'm not going to run away from these things. But, do you know, what I'm saying, if you hear it from somebody, and it's not coming from me, all of a sudden now you think you might have a nugget of information that it's a secret. But, do you know, what I'm saying. There are no secrets, and there's easy ways to verify these things. But I think it's important for at least now. now I now now I've have members of media, etc., following this podcast. I mean, shit. I didn't know I had that many people from media following my podcast. But I mean, these are pretty much instructions for the the new guy, new you know strategies for subverting many government abuse protocols for. Um, quieting dissent and whistleblowers and leakers. So I imagine, you know, anyways, um, illicit fallacies about me. These are the illicit fallacies about Stephen Beckman that I've committed hate crimes towards people, um, that I've made threats to a president that I download child porn, that I had sex with underage girls that I keep photo of under underage girls. That I have a child with an underage girl who is who is now near adulthood. That I sent photos of my penis to high, high school girls. That I'm a well-known rapist. That I've, I'm a rampant plagiarist. And I've been taking credit for other people's work to propel my own career. That I stole money from clients. Um, that I have... Diagnosed mental health issues, and I'm on medication. That I'm a drug user or an alcoholic. That I'm autistic. That I've smeared clients or past bosses or doxxed them, causing them major harm to their businesses, or that I owe criminals money. So I'm gonna go down the line real quick, and this is this episode is permanent less of an episode and. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to keep having these conversations with people who I, I reach out to or I'll have people reach out to me and be like, oh, hey, I love your podcast. And I was like, oh, that's great. Could you guys cover it on your publication? They go, oh, well, we can't. Oh, why not? Well, people are saying this. How do you love my podcast, but then, but you can't publicly support, like, fuck out of here. So going back, we'll go one by one. That I committed hate crimes. Um, in college, my entire friend group was a pile of gay dudes. All we did was go to wine bars. I was real broke, too, at the time. So, I mean, going to wine bars got me a lot of dudes, buying me a lot of drinks. Um, I'm straight as an arrow, but, you know what I'm saying, I still just hung out with the biggest pile of gays because I tend to be very transparent and open. And that's something that really meshed well with me uh, being that lots of people who grow up, um, LGBT, they have to be very brave and bold and open about the things they speak, etc. So I get along very well with, um, uh, with people from the LGBT com- community in particular. And you know what I'm saying? Just because of how my, our person my personality meshes so well with people who, uh, who had to, um, defend them, themselves and their lifestyle, etc., and be brave, and it just, but yeah, my whole friend group in college was a giant pile of gay dudes. Um, I've also taken a polygraph on this, which was taken by the president of the Polygraph Association of California. This dude is the person who issues licenses for the Sheriff's Department, FBI, etc., so those people can actually conduct those, which the FBI... And sheriffs and police regularly take polygraphs. So it's a standard for literally law enforcement. Um, and it was taken by the guy who's the head of the entire state of 40 million people uh, to do that. I just don't think he's about to throw away his fucking career and position for my $1,000. dollars Um. will now I'm curious what would be my what would be the benefit of someone trying to deny me my Sixth Amendment right to smear me with this if this is all true? And why isn't there a police report or arrest record for this for the second uh, smear that I made threats to a president? Um, I've literally called the Secret Service to verify, which I will now play for you. Let me get it here. I got it queued up. Uh, I'm going to call, this is Secret Service number. So this is the Secret Service office on off 55 West C Street in San Diego, their branch office. i call that Six, right their phone number is 619-557-5640, but here's the call. Yeah, hi. I'm just giving you guys a call, and um, see, calling to see is um, if you guys have my name. If you guys need to talk to me or something.
1: Uh, regarding someone called you.
0: I haven't been contacted, but I'm just I'm just kind of trying to um, narrow some things down. If do you mind if I give you my name, maybe or something, and you can check to see.
1: Well, I can have someone talk to you um, right now. This is regarding.
0: Uh, I just have to know which department I can transfer you to um, yeah, regarding fraud? Uh, no, no fraud. Um, somebody was uh, saying that um, the reason why they're harassing me is because uh, I need to call the secret service. I know it sounds kind of strange coming from you know a random person calling you up, but I'm just calling to kind of rule it out. Okay. Um. Hold on, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Hey, um, my my name is Steven. I'm um, getting some kind of harassment from some of them, uh, some people here in town, and one of, person dropped me a line. They said it, uh, I'd, it'd be wise for me to call the secret service and talk to them. And I don't understand what that's about, but I'm giving you guys a call and just seeing if there's something you guys possibly want to talk to me. If there's some sort of weird warrant you guys hold or anything like that. Sure, it's, uh, my phone number is uh, 760-521-7062 hmm last name Beckman, B-E-C-K-M-A-N-N Yeah, like, why do you
1: think they told me to call us?
0: I don't know. I know usually you guys reach out to people if there's some sort of impending in, investigation and ask somebody to come down there or what have you. I mean, sure. you guys are pretty smart. You guys are pretty well connected with all the rest of the law enforcement. so uh, A
1: little bit, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah we're, a little we're, bit. <laughs> we're a we're all, we try to work together as much as can, but in reality, we all have different missions and, and, and jurisdictions and stuff like that. And, and, so, what do you mean you're asking about that? Excuse me? Are
0: you being or- yeah I was just being harassed by some locals in town and um somebody mentioned when you know usually you're trying to get to the bottom of something and so somebody mentioned I should give the secret service a call and find out and I know it seems a little strange but I've already been to the police department and they're kind of kind of being mums the word about things so I just figured I'd give you guys a call
1: Jerkish yeah,
0: I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, like I said, you guys are pretty smart. I mean, if I mean, if if there's something you see is a credible threat, you obviously reach out to people. I mean, I even. Yeah. So, I mean, regardless. Yeah, I just thought I'd give a call. I mean, so you guys you put my name in a system. You guys have my number. There's nothing you guys want me to come down and talk to you about or anything.
1: You know, i mean i guess it's my, my question
0: is being harassed by like punks on the street like by people or uh so there's some them. older some older military gentlemen were kind of harassing me and then it kind of progressed to some more locals i don't really know i mean i live in a mil- san diego is a military town you know so i mean i've been here and lived in my whole life and uh so if any kind of something like that weird happens i just kind of Trying to get to the bottom of it. I don't like any uh, extra drama in my life. But you're saying you don't, guys don't have anything you don't want to talk to me about and there's no red flags you're getting? i that not know, uh,
1: officer. I, I, I don't think like I have your name in the system or anything. I can talk to my counterparts, talk to DFT. They have your name in the system. Uh, again, I, if you could give me more explanation as to what they're harassing you about, what they're talking to you about, I can knock that you know, down the paperwork. Um, yeah, as long as he just being harassed by local <laughs> yeah. every day. that's sort of a, generally
0: a local
1: law enforcement thing tend to handle um, more financial stuff, more financial issues. Okay. More high-level stuff
0: obviously goes with the FBI. Um, yeah, oh, I've been there, I've been there too. Kind of didn't get anywhere, so that's why I'm giving you guys a call too. But, okay. alright, well, you got my phone number. If anything comes up, please feel free to give me a call. I'd be, I want to be more than helpful to you guys.
1: Alright, all that's yes,
0: thank you. Next. Okay, cool. So there's that. Um, now, I was getting mainly that because there were some accusations that, I, that I'm that i getting back from right-leaning publications and podcasts that I'm reaching out to, that uh, I'm talking to and reaching out to, and um, there was an accusation that I threatened to kill George Bush back in the day. So that sounds silly, but like I said... There's so many different lies. Like I came up with them, but this is going to be like the master list. Cause I've taken it's, it's getting to the point where now I'm just hearing the same smears over and over, but I'm not hearing how that was made credible or what have you. But you know, I will tell you this. I know I got other people listening that probably aren't going to be for. This isn't aren't journalists right now. I mean, this thirty three, thirty four thousand, 34,000 or four, I'm sorry, 43,000 people. But, uh you know, like, I'm trying to give this this shit legs, man. Like, I'm trying to end my abuse. It's not over. It still happens every day. Every day. Uh happens in my sleep. Do you know what I'm saying? My shit gets ransacked through. Uh, my stuff gets gone through. Basically, people just fucking breaking into my shit, rifling through all my possessions. They leave the shit out. They do a piss-poor job of fucking, like, locking back up, etc. I've tried going to the cops multiple times and all they do is just give me the fucking run around because they're obviously fucking helping and, and encouraging this because their issues. But, um, so why, what would be the benefit of somebody trying to deny me my sixth amendment right? If this is all true and why isn't there a police report to, uh, record for this? Do you understand? Why isn't there a police report or arrest record for this? Um, there's an accusation that I downloaded child porn and that's what this is all about. I will tell you that the cops who tried to extort me, tried to lie to me over and over. They tried to change the subject real quick once they realized I didn't have any money and then they tried to change it up and act as if this they were fucking with me because of of some pending investigation, you know. But they tried to tell me that I did something and that I don't remember doing it. And, uh, and then they used a girl who made promises to me that she could make these guys stop hurting me. It was a lot of fucking crazy fucked up shit. Uh, they kept, um, but yeah, the cops, but cops can lie to you. They can literally just lie to you. It's literally something only unique. It's the only Western country in all of the Western world that we have a law that says that cops can lie to you. Um, Nothing about how they abused me was anywhere near legal they, they, because the goal was to manipulate me to avoid me, to avoid them going to prison because cops fucking die in jail. During this period, they asked me the same thing, like a million different ways or ac- accuse me or etc. cetera, but it was always paired up with radiation assaults and ambushes throughout town and my house. Uh, constant drugging of psychotropics, um, and narcotics, et cetera, of my food, uh, while putting me under massive psychological duress, um, teaming up with, like I said, these were cops and local Intel guys with NSA detail, um, putting me under massive psychological duress, putting me through, you know, I'm saying things like, um, enhanced torture, et cetera, in order to gaslight me into thinking I was the criminal, not them. Now, you're like, oh, cops can lie to you. Yeah, they can absolutely lie to you. In fact, it's a massive problem. And, you know, this last week tonight was, is a show that actually addressed this and the best way possible. I mean, they did an amazing job. I'm going to play that clip for you. And then I'm going to play you a clip from the Joe Rogan show where literally cops talk about this, uh, literally people who have gotten people off of uh, death row, etc., Literally say that cops can just lie to you and here's that actually this I'm gonna do the Joe Rogan one first This is the innocence projects project uh, from the Joe Rogan show Um, Play right now
2: They can use coercive psychological tactics that can get people to confess to crimes that they didn't commit and once you start
0: Oh and by the way, I never confessed to any crime All they did was keep telling me that I did something that I never did which they have I'll go into the receipts on why they have the information to know that's not true at all.
2: Talking, and you're in that little airless room. We've seen it on TV, right? And they start the good cop, bad cop, and they intimidate you, and they threaten you with the death penalty, and they're allowed to lie. Now, why are they allowed to lie? That's a great question, Joe. I mean, in other Western countries, they're not, but here they are. So they can sit there, especially, and you know the people that are most likely to falsely confess... Are people adolescents, right? Anyone whose brain is not fully formed. And we know that your brain's not fully formed until you're 25 and military veterans, interestingly enough. And they're disproportionately affected by this because they're used to obeying authority figures, right? And following orders. And so the Norfolk four, a classic case of that, um, for four guys confessed to a crime they didn't commit. Um, and none of them did it. And the fact- and central
3: park five is another good example,
2: right? Those were just kids. They were just young teenage kids. And you know, they, they can sit there and they can,
3: Oh, what are you talking
2: about? He, Best thing for you is to
3: confess. And Joe asked, you asked the, 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 critical question, which is why are they allowed to do it? Because there's not a law. No one has the balls. All these blowhard politicians have the balls to introduce, cause you know, they're afraid to piss off the police union because they'll lose that vote. right? To in- introduce legislation, damn! But the police union should be the ones who are clamoring, right? That that, that introduce legislation, especially now, right? Introduce legislation, right? Especially now, introduce legislation that makes it a crime, right? To lie to a suspect. Think about the mind fuck that's going on here, and remember the psychology is: we're going to deprive you of sleep, we're going to deprive you of food, we're going to scare the living shit out of you, and we're going to lie to you. We're gonna lie to you and make you you ever see that Chris Rock bit where he's like cop pulled me over and after a while I'm like, damn maybe I fucking did do it right. yeah. it's like that shit yeah. was going on and it's like um, but yeah so
0: they constantly just kept trying to uh, trying to fucking tell me I did something and that's why they're abusing me and shit like that but they just lied. they absolutely just lied their fucking ass off because just like if you should as you heard right there, because there's no law that says that they can't do that. And it's the only Western country that can do that. Um, and the reason why the, you know what I'm saying, the cops knew, is because cops have a copy, this is the law by the way, There here is a law that does exist, and that cops have a copy of everything you've ever done online, by law, because your ISP must record this. So they already have proof this never happened. What they wanted to do was to fucking terrify me and switch the fucking conversation to, um, from me uh, being a victim of their extortion to them trying to fucking keep their ass out of jail because cops die in jail, uh, so they're more scared of fucking jail than I, 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 you know what I'm saying, than me, um, for whatever reason. So they already had proof this never happened because my ISP literally has records that that never happened. What they, they, they just. They just needed to try to see if they could avoid jail for abusing their authority to extort me. Um, I also passed a poly. So, so what did I do to counteract these smears, etc.? Uh, because there are people fucking talking all sorts of shit. Um, you know, what I'm saying people say, "Oh, well, there's a video going around." Well, I've never seen this. Why would that be? Why would it be important for me never to see the thing someone's trying to smear me with? um, how do I know it's not a fucking deep fake, like, how do I fucking know that shit, I mean, you can literally fake a live video, fucking Elon Musk, had a problem where he had to sue people, uh, what do you call it, uh, trying to, trying to push shit coins, you know, cryptocurrency, because they were putting fake live streams of him online, and saying, and, and having him, having him say that he supports those crypto coins, like, so much can be faked, so much you can literally just do shit from your phone at the at, uh these days. But like I said, I've never seen these things. Why would that be important that I never see it? Um, why would it be important? You know, the reason why is because they're using f- false doctored media to smear me. Um, but be, 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 be beyond that, you the police have a copy of everything you've done online, so they have a copy. So you do you know what I'm saying? There's a, so there's literally a paper trail. So I would be arrested. There would be a police record. There would be an arrest record, etc. But they wanted to—they wanted to try to uh, abuse me, so they could shift the narrative, so shift the narrative, and shift the focus. But I also passed the polygraph, which the sheriffs crashed. Do you understand? Because they were already illegally stalking me to see what my next move would be, and see if they couldn't catch whatever I was going to do to make them fucking uh, get, you know, arrested or whatever the fuck before it landed them in jail. So they literally crashed it. So they were there. So they watched me pass my polygraph, which they regularly have to pass. So the standard's good for them, but it's not good for Steven. Um, it's also extremely difficult, believe it or not. And everyone's, I've had a journalist say, well, why didn't you report the police corruption? It's extremely difficult to report police corruption. Of which a video I'm going to play for you right now, where a team of journalists go out and go to multiple police stations and try to uh, what do you call it? Report, do a uh, make a make a, a a a report about police misconduct. Look what happened to this dude. So you need to really understand how this works because here's the thing: if you don't have the heuristics to know how things work, someone can just tell you a wild lie and then you're like, oh, oh, okay, that's how it is, because you don't know how things work, do you know what I'm saying, so here, so yeah, here, here's this uh, news report where people try, uh, where um, this guy tried to report bad cops, this is essentially, Hold on a second, let me roll my windows, so do listen to all this street noise, Now,
4: live, this is CBS 4 News at 11. We sent undercover cameras into dozens of police stations. We wanted to find out how people would be treated
0: and what the procedures are for filing complaints against police officers.
4: I-Team investigator Mike Kirsch is here now with his investigation into what some might consider police station
3: intimidation. Police departments around the country, like here in Tallahassee, give citizens police complaint forms all the time, no questions asked. But walk into a police station in South Florida trying to find out how to file a complaint and watch what happens.
5: Yeah, I wanted to find out how to file a complaint against an officer. I just wanted to find out how to do it. You guys have a form or something that I could take with me? You got
3: to tell me first, and then I got to hear what's going on. You got to tell me what the complaint
5: is. Do you have a complaint form that I can, like, fill out or something like that?
3: Might not be a a legitimate complaint.
5: Who decides that? I'm trying to help you. Like, if there's a form, why can't I just take it and leave, right? No,
3: you don't leave with forms. You tell me what happened, and then I help you from there.
1: Do you you have an idea on you? Why? You know what? You need to leave, okay? You're refusing to tell me what you want to do, okay? You're refusing to tell me who's involved. Where it happened, what transpired, you're not cooperating with me one bit.
5: I was just asking if you guys have like a complaint form or like if How there's some way it? for me to contact internal affairs. You can do
3: whatever the hell you want. It's free
1: country. Why are you
5: cursing down. at me? Where do you live?
3: Where do you
1: live?
0: So basically, he just want he wants to be able just to file a report or contact internal affairs. This guy wants to filter that experience before it happens before he gives them that that information or allows him to start that process you're going to be hearing a lot of these cops saying things like where do you live where do you live because they're going to start sending cops around your area to start fucking with you they're going to park a guy outside who has a stingray in his car stingray device they're going to start illegally tapping your phone to see if you're calling your lawyer etc so then they can preemptively cover their ass you're going to be hearing a lot of this where do you live just keep listening
5: Like that. I mean, if you're gonna kind of like, I mean, if I ask you you're on medication? Why would you ask me something like that? Because you're not answering any of my questions. So I'm on medication. I asked you. It's a free country. I can ask you that. Okay, you're right. So you're not gonna tell me who you are. You're not gonna tell me what the problem is. You're, you're not, not gonna identify yourself. Yeah, all I asked you was like, how do I
1: contact the? Some you said you, you had a complaint. You said my officers are acting in an inappropriate manner. Leave now. All right, all right, all right. Leave now. You better blocking
5: before you get yourself in I'm not doing anything wrong. Neither am I. It's a free country. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. why don't you get out of my face? Not in your face. I'm standing. Sidewalk. Free country. One More step towards me, see what happens. i did Dragway. Take one more step towards me, I see what happens.
5: Yeah, i'm trying to find out how to file a complaint against an officer
0: he's now at another department but so that guy asked him if he was on medication and then chased him out of the out of the the the, the police station so he couldn't file a report here's another and he's now he's going to another department where's
3: he working i'm saying he works at
5: this district
1: I'm, I'm asking you a question where does he work at if you he work here this district just try to answer my question I I'm. Um, you, I think you
5: think this is a big conspiracy. I'm trying to like find
0: out. like. So already he hasn't said anything. All he said is, I'm here to file a report. And the cops immediately saying, I think you think this is a giant conspiracy. Already trying to say that he's crazy, etc. Like, do you know cops can make all D's and still become a cop? So somebody who made all D's is the last person qualified to just say this person's being crazy. Uh, but obviously as you can hear nothing none of that is being said. He's just literally saying, Can I file a report? And immediately the cops goes, I bet you think this is a giant conspiracy. Right? You have to understand, bro, they will get you at every corner.
1: How you file? A That's what I'm asking. If you think you can walk in here and go straight to the director of Measure Day police without telling me any details, you can't do it. And I for some reason you think that. I don't know why. Do you think it's a big conspiracy that I'm gonna, we're gonna hide some information about what happened to you? I don't know. Is it a traffic ticket? Is it something that you know, a disfertis complaint? What is it? He stole your lunch money? Uh, did he steal your money? Did he, you know, have sex with your wife? What? Uh, I just want to know how can I go
0: about. He's at another police station now.
1: the complaint okay, so you've got to speak to me so we can discuss this and see what we can do okay. speak it. to me about it where did this happen okay sir i'll
5: leave tell you sir. leave i don't we don't we give you a, we don't give you a form. where do you live
0: now he's on another police department Ah,
5: uh, i don't
3: really want to stay you don't want to say no where you going you want to play hardball we play hardball
1: i want id for what because i'm asking you for id right now that's why I'm Here. Hand it to me. It's hand it to me. Here, hand it to me. Are you kidding me? Hand me your ID.
0: This guy has his ID two inches from his fingers.
5: Sir, he's giving hand, it to you. Hand me your are ID. Are you kidding me? Hand me your ID. Is this, is this a what, are, what are you doing here? This is spurious. I suspicious. came to ask you how to right. file a complaint. Right, and this is very suspicious here. Asking how to file uh, a complaint is suspicious. Subru-
3: Why don't you shut up?
5: I said this is very suspicious that you could pull in here at this time of night. He comes 8 o'clock. You're, you're constantly butting in. I'm constantly butting in? Sir, I would like to leave. I would love it, but he's got your driver's license, so
3: you're just going to have to be So are you detaining us? Okay, could I give you a ticket right now for improper backing? You
0: can do whatever you want to do, I suppose. Uh, Yeah,
3: yeah, that means yes, I guess you're saying, right?
0: So now, so these guys are there just to file a report, and instead these people are threatening them with tickets, calling them crazy, uh, chasing them out of the station, this is normal protocol, they, you know what I'm saying, like, you have no fucking clue what it is that I personally went through, um, you just don't, don't get it, um, here's, here's another example, the night George Floyd killed, uh, the night that Derek Chauvin killed George Floyd, but the night that he killed George Floyd, the cops wanted him to sleep well that night. So, three police deep, and they made a complete chain around his house. Somebody recorded this, and you should really just, you have no clue when cops blatantly commit crimes, how the other cops will band together to fucking help them out, to make sure that their cop buddies don't go to jail for committing a crime.
1: Look how many people are defending this killer's house. Look. Many are defending this killer's house. Look, many are defending this killer's house. Look how many are defending this killer's house. Look how many. Look how many. Look how many. Look how many are defending this killer's house. Look, Look at this.
0: It's basically like an army's worth of police, multiple police stations, etc. Um, to protect their people when they com- blatantly commit crimes. There's also, do you know what I'm saying? The case of Stephen Lawrence, where the the cops uh, fucked up on an investigation, and instead, what did they do when they fucked up on the investigation so the, the cops didn't have to uh, face the consequences, right? They used vice cops. People that were ba- who were basically uh, uh, planted into criminal organizations, and they instructed them to smear Stephen Lawrence's family to everyone in the neighborhood, to criminals, etc. Here, here, listen. What, here, we literally have documented proof of this. These are tell. These are these are go-to tactics for when cops do fucked-up things to people. So here it is, right here. This happened in the UK. But this guy got murdered. The cops totally did not give a fuck that a that a brown kid got murdered. And they completely just basically just never even investigated this kid's murder. And then when they got caught, not giving a shit about being racist cops, essentially, then they used undercover and vice cops to smear and spread lies about his his surviving relatives while they tried to get justice. Like I said, these are go to tactics here.
2: A new twist in one of the biggest police scandals of recent years. Peter Francis, a former undercover police officer who accused Scotland Yard of being involved in a smear campaign against the family of the murdered black teenager Stephen Lawrence, has been denied immunity from prosecution for potential breaches of the Official Secrets Act.
0: I'm not going to go through the whole interview, but police smear campaign into the Lawrence family. Google yourself. But there is right there on, on national on, on their national news. It's a go-to tactic when cops commit crimes to then smear the people or make it so they can't report the crime or they'll smear them and they band together to do just horrendous things because they know how the system works. And that's why they say shit like you can't fight City Hall. It's because they already have these protocols in place to make sure you can't get justice. But yeah, so here's that last week tonight video I was telling you about. How, um, cops just keep lying to you. They do all sorts of crazy shit. But like I said, I, I literally have not fucking confessed to doing shit. Literally. Literally. Right? But they, these guys did keep telling me, you did this, you did this. They were trying to change the narrative from them extorting me into now I'm the criminal. And, um, bro, it's, it's bananas. But, It wasn't in a police station, nothing. These people were chasing me around. They were having their buddies chase me around town. They were having criminals fuck with me. They were shooting this horrible gamma radiation shit that gets smuggled out of fucking Mexico and brought over here into San Diego that they use for, that the cartel uses for assassinations. Um, They were fucking using that shit on me. They were feeding me psychotropics. They were constantly sipping drugs in my food. Uh, The stalking shit. And then while telling me this all goes away, if you just fucking say you did I'm just like, motherfucker, I didn't do it. But listen to this. It's it's bananas. Like I said, if you've never gone through this terrifying experience, you don't know what the fuck. You don't have the heuristics. But keep listening. Yeah, listen to here. Here's this uh, last week tonight.
5: If I could only explain.
4: When the interrogator hears those phrases, it's important to interject yourself and stop the person from continuing Because if you let him talk, he'll say the words, I didn't do it. And the more often a person says they didn't do it, the more difficult it becomes for us to get a confession. Oh, yes. The telltale signs of guilt. Would you please listen to me? Can I explain? And I'm telling you I didn't do it. (laughs) And if an investigator is trying to get you to confess, they can grind you down. Interrogations can last from a couple of hours to double digits. One study of false confessions found that they came after an average of 16.3 hours of questioning, which can be utterly exhausting. Innocent people can wind up confessing just to escape the stress of that situation. That was the case with Robert Davis, who at just 18 was suspected of double murder and interrogated for over five hours.
1: What can I say that I did to get me out of this?
3: When will like oh, home? Huh? When will I go home today? I like Yeah. I can't promise you, but when you work with me, so I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure your mom and we can get you maybe get you home. Robert, I'm gonna go straight out and tell you what I was what, what I'm getting. Alright? Since you're not gonna tell me? You stabbed that woman. I
2: stabbed her. You stabbed her, didn't you? One or two times. Do you think about me telling you this is gonna be home tonight? Today. Tonight? Today. Today I doubt it. Well, then, why am I lying about all this
4: to you, just so I can go, I am lying to you, I am lying to you, front, full, fr- yeah, full front to your face, I am lying right. to you. Yeah, he lied about stabbing someone, then immediately admitted that he lied, but by that point, it was too late. He actually went to prison for 13 years before being exonerated. The notion that people crack under pressure and falsely confess really shouldn't be that hard to understand. It's a concept that even children's cartoons get. Because remember that My Little Pony scene from earlier? This is how it continued.
3: No, 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 no!
4: What do you want to hear? Tell me what you want me to say and I'll say it! Tell me what you want me to say and I'll say it! I kidnapped the Lindbergh baby! Is that what you want to hear, you pink psycho? (laughs) And the thing is, people might assume that even if they falsely confess, they can later recant and the real evidence will prevail and clear them. But that's actually very unlikely. Because as soon as the police get a confession, thorough investigations tend to stop. And at this point, I'm going to answer the question that you may have had for a while now. Why don't people just invoke their constitutional right to an attorney? Well, the truth is, approximately 80% waive their Miranda rights and willingly submit to a police interrogation for a number of understandable reasons. Sometimes people think, I don't need a lawyer. I didn't do anything. Or they believe they're only being brought in as a witness and not a suspect but not having a lawyer makes you incredibly vulnerable because, for one thing, a lawyer might clue you in to an absolutely insane power that police in America have been given by the Supreme Court. In the United States, a detective can legally lie about the evidence to a suspect. It is lawful for detectives to turn to a suspect and say, you say you didn't do this, but we've got your fingerprints on the murder weapon. Or we have a victim who had hair in her grasp and we tested the hair, it's yours. Or the shoe prints we found at the scene are yours. Or that polygraph you wanted to take, you failed it. It's true. The police in this country can flat out lie to you to make you think you have no choice but to confess. And some of the lies they tell are simply ridiculous. An investigator in Florida told the suspect they had a laser, the kind that you shoot on Star Wars, and with it they could actually lift fingerprints off potties. A technology that, to be clear, does not exist. <laughs> Although, having said that, I'm now pretty sure that we're just one bad pitch meeting away from the Star Wars laser getting its own ten-episode series on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> the laser will be voiced by Oscar Isaac and will all come. <laughs> now, allowing the police to lie to suspects is crazy. Most countries do not allow it, and for good reason. It is far too powerful a tool. Remember Robert Davis. It might still be hard for you to imagine why he confessed to doing something that he didn't do. But look at what the interrogator was claiming in that room. I can definitely
1: not ask. Dust is made of mostly of some human dead skin that can be picked up, that DNA.
3: I'm not going to really keep you from the worst, Robert. If you don't talk to me, I can't keep you from the worst. <laughs> what is it? There? Yeah, Ronnie, you were. You were there. The evidence shows you
4: were there. The evidence shows you. I can't lie about the evidence. I can't lie about the evidence. He lied as he lied about the evidence. And did it gesturing with all the theatrical nuance of a high schooler auditioning for a few good men. <laughs> the overwhelming pressure of a police interrogation coupled with their ability to invent evidence can actually make people question their own memories. That... <laughs>
0: Anyways, so going on more and more about that, um, these guys definitely, they they kept trying to say I fucking committed a crime, but literally, it was like, so the extortion happened, and then immediately, they went into saying I did a numerous amount of things, before it was that, it was those, it was that um, their work, they told me that they, before, like I said, before it was child porn accusations, it was that I committed a hate crime, believe it or not, it was these police who were pressuring me saying I committed a hate crime and I need to confess to the hate crime. Then that didn't work. That's why I went and got these polygraphs of those things. Uh, then they said that I made, then they changed the subject to, I, um, threatened the, I I made death threats to president Bush and they're working with the secret service. I literally called the secret service that never happened. You have to understand they are just trying to fucking scare you into thinking now that you're the criminal, and since they can literally just fuck you forever, and then make sure that they make sure to keep you poor, et cetera. That's literally the strategy. And you already saw what happens when you try to report their corruption. That shit happened to me. They tried to put me in a fucking nut house. They kept trying to. They kept sending me to their fucking uh, the the, the uh, what's it called? The mental health company. That has a contract with the city that of the police that tried to extort me. So uh, they constantly try to get me thrown in a nut house, and I had to go through hours and hours of interview questions, et cetera, just for these guys to then just lose my report after I pass these tests. After they try to get me declared crazy, this is before even they tried to say that. Oh well, now it's not hate crimes. Now it's not threats to the president. Now it's child porn. And so they went to that, and they kept trying to tell me I did this, and but they literally had the fucking evidence to show that never happened because your internet service provider keeps a log of everything you do. That means if you have Verizon or fucking Sprint or T-Mobile or Cox Cable or fucking Comcast, they have a log of everything you've ever done. But like I said, um, for you fucking journalists and media people who keep telling me this, well, people are saying, that's fucking fantastic. I'm glad people are saying words. I'm glad people are saying words and it's, and it's keeping you from doing journalism and fucking exposing actual fucking crimes, which is your fucking job. I just, people are listening now, even though I'm especially making this podcast episode for, you know, what I'm saying kind of as a master list of all these crazy things I've heard from these motherfuckers, like you have no fucking clue. Like there are so many people in media, etc., who don't do their fucking job, bro. They don't do their fucking job or they fucking are on the government payroll. Um, But yeah, so they kept trying, on top of that, they tried to say that I was schizophrenic and they kept trying to send me to their mental health diagnosis place. This is after all these smears and them trying to tell me I did shit that I never did and they had proof I never did. Um, What's it called? But what would be, you know, you didn't have to say what would be the benefit of trying to benefit, what would be the benefit of trying to deny me my sixth amendment right if any of this was true. Why isn't there a police report or arrest record or ISP data to back up these smears? Why isn't there? When there's le- it's legally re- there it legally is required that that exists and it has existed since, you know, fucking uh like 2001. Why? How come? No, before 2001. 1991. 1991 they were fucking enacting those laws. So, um you know what I'm saying? You journalists who, who come back to me with this shit, here I am trying to save my own fucking life, and then you're like, oh, I don't know, people are saying things. Like, you, you are an absolute fucking failure. I don't even know why you even got into that business. Um, here's another smear, that I had sex with underage girls. Another, complete fucking fabrication. I even passed that on my polygraph, which I've posted on knowstevenbeckman.com. That's K-N-O-W, stevenbeckman.com. Like I said, I had the person who's the president of the California Polygraph Association. This dude is the guy who issues licenses to people who conduct these things for the FBI, for the sheriff's department, for police departments, etc. Uh, for security clearances. Um, this guy's not going to fucking throw away his entire career, you know, climbing to the top of the ladder for my fucking thousand uh, dollars. But yeah, so that's even in the polygraph, which I passed um, why isn't there a police report to record, to record this smear? Why isn't that there? Yeah. It's just another one of the series of things that the cops say that I've did that there's just absolutely no records of it happening. Why would they deny me my sixth amendment right on smears like this? And fucking why isn't there a police report about this? Um, here's another one that I kept photos of underage girls. Uh, every girl that I've had sex with has been age appropriate. Uh, I personally lost my virginity at 15, but it wasn't, I wasn't sexually active again until my senior year of high school. Um, uh, and, and yes, in the spring of my senior year, my birthday's in February, by the way, me and another girl who was also a senior in high school had sex and we stupidly photographed ourselves. I don't know where that is. Apparently, uh, people are fucking talking about that. If I don't know where something is and I haven't been keeping it close to me uh, and it it was something that I cared so much about, do you know what I'm saying? Like, why wouldn't I, wouldn't I keep something, if I was trying to hold on to something like that and I just didn't know and I've lived in the same town my whole life, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're out of your mind. But they're saying that they're, I'm keeping photos of underage girls. No, I've never had inappropriate aged sex ever. I was a senior in high school. The only time I've ever done that with another female. And um, that's the only thing I can think of and I can recall, but I don't even know what's being passed around. So I don't even know if the thing that, that they're trying to smear me with even exists. But like I said, they're denying me my cert- my sixth amendment right. What would be the reason for them to deny me my sixth amendment right? So many journalists talk about free speech, but you know what I'm saying? You're, you know what I'm saying? But you don't even, what you guys don't even know the basic, uh, constitutional amendments or bill of rights. Why would they be denying me my sixth amendment right about these smears? Why isn't there a police record or report of this? Nothing about me having age-appropriate sex is illegal. Your opinion is not a law. Any other details about this is a complete fabrication. And again, why isn't there a police report about this? But yet, I'm having such hard problems with law enforcement. And in fact, there was even one of the LA Times journalists I was talking to that even told me, before you came here to talk to me, some cops showed up to talk to me about you. Right? L.A., 300 miles away from where I live. That was just the first time I showed up to L.A. times. The second time is when they shot me with that active denial of service weapon to keep me from going in. Um, here's another smear. That I had a child with an underage girl who is now... Who and that child is now near adulthood. Um, I don't have kids... And if I did, I would man up. Why isn't there a police report about this? Why isn't there birth records about this? Uh, we can easily do a DNA test to figure that shit. Out. Like, how come all those things are happening? People are just saying, oh, so people are just saying words and no one's checking if they're true? Fantastic. Uh, here's another smear that one um, one media uh, guy told me. He says, well, they're telling me that you sent photos of your penis to high school girls. There's not a picture of my wiener that exists ever. Uh, I must have missed the generation where you send pictures of your your of, your, of your pee-pee to girls that you like, and somehow that's... I don't know. I don't really understand that whole strategy, but literally no pictures of my dick, wiener, nothing exists. So that's a complete fabrication. Also, I'm pretty sure that's like some sort of weird felony. How come I'm not in jail for that? How come uh, there's no police report for that? How come... People are just so. People are just saying that to you. News outlets. How come people are preemptively contacting you? Anyways, well, another one that I'm a rapist. You could just check arrest records for that. That I'm a, a well known uh, multi offender rapist. That's a, that's that's the that's the whole one. I heard from some people up in El Segundo. Um. Another one was I reached, I started reaching out to culture media um, outlets, and somebody from a culture, I would say a culture news, I'm not going to name them because they don't deserve to be fucking famous, told me that this is happening to me because it's revenge for plagiarism for taking credit of work to propel my own career. Um, Well, I've worked for everything in my life the marketing, and you know what I'm saying? I've only made real money. Or gained any kind of notoriety from my marketing career, which I have a degree for, which I went to school for. Um, marketing, marketing, and marketing isn't an industry you can fake it in. Either you produce results which are measurable with Google Analytics or other marketing analytics software to see how many clicks you get, how many sales, like things that you can measure. And if you can't measure them, then they fire you because you didn't. Because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Do you understand? So I've not. There's nothing that I've stolen from anybody. I guess I would have some sort of amazing career right now, if that was true. Um, Another one, another smear I heard, uh, this was from a local media outlet, was that this is happening because police are helping some of my previous clients that I stole money from and they're getting revenge on me. Why is there no police report about that? something like 50 grand or something like that. I was told, why, why have I been, why is there no police report? Why is there no record of it? How come all of a sudden when this happens to me now, all these things becomes things people want to talk about. Uh, another one, here's another smear that somebody told me is that I have mental health issues and I'm on medication. These cops try to have me committed multiple times. And just to file a police report against police corruption. And even then, when I had them fill out the report after meeting with mental health professionals who were constantly trying to say, I think you hear voices, I think you believe in conspiracies, like, right? Trying to get me declared paranoid schizophrenic so these cops could get away scot-free for their extortion. Um, I passed those tests in their hours long, grueling, and they're just trying to fucking trying to convince me that I was crazy. Just because I wanted to file a fucking police report about c- corruption. They did it to me twice. I imagine they didn't do a third time because then it would be overwhelming that they were trying to get out of something. But when they did finally take my report after talking to mental health people for two and a half, three hours, uh, they just lost it. I went back and they're like, yeah, we don't have that officer here. We, what? This number doesn't go to any kind of report. So they just pretended to take and they just lose it. Um, but since that happened, now that I know that's a strategy, I've been getting regular mental health checks checks to make sure that these cops couldn't try to pull that card. Uh, Another smear, this is more local, but that I'm a drug user and an alcoholic. Um, I barely even have caffeine and I'm essentially an Amish with a cell phone, but you know, I'll take any random, drug test, or blood alcohol test, or hair test, whatever the fuck, like, I'm kind of a dork, uh, here's another one, that I'm, all, that, this is actually, I'm autistic, and I, 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 you know what I'm saying, I have a wild imagination, as stated before, I've had multiple mental health exams and given a clear bill of health, here's another smear, is that, uh, I tried to smear clients and bot or a boss, and dox them and cause major harm to their business. First off, what would be the benefit of trying to deny me my Sixth Amendment right if this was all true? And then why isn't there a police report or arrest record for this? Um, here's another one that I owe, I owe the mafia money. Okay, if that's true, why am I still alive and for so long? Um, I personally fucking hate organized crime. As I've stated multiple times on this fucking podcast, they don't create anything in the world. They are a parasitic organization. They rely on a city's infrastructure, etc., to then bilk money out of people, steal things from people, whatever. It's a complete parasitic organization. Organized crime fucking disgusts me. Um, they don't create anything. They don't put anything out in the world. All they do is take. I don't, I don't even understand. You know, I'm saying how I would even be alive still for this long if I owed the mob money. I'm just curious, you know, as I'm getting responses back from journalists, etc. Why I'm having to be the one to teach adults what a logical fallacy is, and that liars exist. Perhaps you're autistic. Not even to mention that you know, maybe I just. Maybe it's just a community who's very hyper vigilant. Except, yeah, on, on stevenbeckman.com, which I send all of you guys when we have correspondence, I'm saying, hey, people are saying these crazy things about me. I want you to know these things because I'm trying to get this story out there. Um, but even on there, I have video interviews of I go around and I specifically interview people off Megan's Law list. I fucking spent a whole weekend interviewing specifically. Men who have committed child rape and there's, and just in a three mile radius in an area of North San Diego County called known as Tri-City, there's around a thousand people around fucking 800 of them are, uh, fucking guilty of child rape. There is a fuck ton. Nobody gives a shit about this in, in my community. This is not my community being vigilant. These are just retards that I'm dealing with. Um, but I have those up, those interviews up. This is, that's not a reality. So don't return, don't send my email back and just say, we looked into it. We, we contacted They said that this is, you know, um, some sort of pending investigate. That's a fucking complete lie. That's on, on no stephenbeckman.com. You can also see where I go into and contact every law enforcement agency. I'm not going to play the videos. There's no reason for me. It's at the website no stephenbeckman.com. If you actually care, then you care about getting the information right where I have personal video testimony from law enforcement officers saying no, none of that is true. Et cetera. So basically, cops won't lie to me because that means that they commit perjury and I can sue the city, but they'll lie to other people? Why why don't they why can't they lie? Why 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 why, why wouldn't the person that that information is about um uh, be uh why would they t- uh, talk to me about it? If it's a pending investigation, why would you know about a pending investigation? That's not even public information. You are fucking... You know what I'm saying? And you guys are journalists coming back to me with this shit. Um, Also, also, I call the district attorney's office in those videos if you want to... If you're actually going to do your fucking job as a journalist and check your sources and your facts, um, where I call the district attorney of every county I've ever lived in and even ask them if... I've somehow escaped the statute of limitations on on previous cases. Also, have complete fucking testimony that no, that never happened. <laughs> um. They, you know, while I was going through this, I was. They even attempted. They even attempted to fucking murder me in fucking jail by putting me under two false felony charges. These cops and a hundred thousand dollars bail. And that whole week, I was. Basically, trying to make sure that I didn't fucking get killed by the fucking, um, prisoners who would regularly come on my cell in the middle of the night, banging on my door, we're gonna fucking kill you, widow, blah, 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 I, I just, I was literally just in holding, bro, um, uh, and then when it came time to chow time, I got told by the, by the, by the, the, the Mexicans that the cops didn't like me, because they were saying all sorts of crazy shit about me to every, all the other prisoners, they came to tell me that they're like, I don't know what the fuck you did, but these cops do not like you. Um. And then constantly being under that threat, fucking people constantly, they were, I had a cell right next to the payphone. These guys would, uh, what's it called, pretend to make fucking phone calls, like that they had to make a phone call because it was right next to my cell. And then fucking yelling into my, uh, getting close and then yelling into my cell that they're fucking murder me the second I fucking get out for fucking mealtime or what the fuck ever. Like, bro. You have no fucking clue what the fuck I went to. I went through. And then they and after a week of them trying to essentially try to f- organize my murder in jail, they released me on my own recognizance, notwithstanding on my way out of jail having people who were employees of the jail to follow me out and then tell me to stay down. Um I have the blood tests to show that I was exposed to radiation, considering my low platelet count, my accelerated white blood cell count, and I have literally no other diseases or anything diagnosed. That's the reaction you get from being exposed to radiation. I have the documentation for that. I have the documentation which I built this whole podcast on to explain how enhanced torture works under COINTELPRO 2.0. Enhanced Torture, which is how I was able to even have the ground-level experience to create this podcast that now heralds 43,000 regular listeners. And all my podcasts are backed by verified behavioral science, scholastic white papers, or mainstream media sources, not some fucking tinfoil hatter's Tumblr page. The fact that I was sh- shot with an active denial of service weapon 300 miles away from my hometown in the fucking middle of downtown LA to discourage me from, from meeting the second LA Times journalist to see maybe I can get anywhere. Do you, an active denial of service weapon is a military only weapon. The amount of red tape that they had to fucking cut through to get the approval to do that goes pretty much to, up to the fucking Pentagon. You're, it, they, they, they violated so many Geneva protocol laws on attacking your own civilians, attacking civilians with military weapons uh, during peacetime. It's like the amount of fucking crazy laws that were broken to constantly fucking terrify me, keep me under the pressure to send me a message. I need to shut up. By the way, I came back to L.A. a third time. Because you can't fucking scare me for shit. Um, I got daily death threats. I'm constantly still getting poisoned or drugged with my food. Um, I have. I literally am the very first person on the entire internet who has documented, docu- documented, a, a proof of massive government censorship. I'm the first person to ever have a fucking record, recorded evidence of a fucking, of a, uh, what do you call it? Of a, of a shadow ban. The very first person to show that I'm fucking posting these things, but other, but on other computers, etc. it's not being seen by people before it hit fucking, uh, before it got introduced into the mainstream fucking dialogue lexicon. Their date stamp too, by the way, the metadata, everything is right there. I'm not really interested, and to be honest, after I've gone through this and I've gone this back and forth through all these fucking people, I'm, I'll am just be honest, um, after laying this out for you on how you guys have tried to cast me aside or whatever, I don't know if it's because you guys work for Uncle Sam and you're part of those mainstream media fucking, what do they call them, those mockingbird journalists or whatever shit I had to learn about, Um, I fucking, I don't... <laughs> I don't want to fucking work with you after this, so if I've caught, if, you know what I'm saying, Um, I don't know, I was just talking, I wasn't thinking, but if I mentioned anybody by name or any other people that I talk to, I don't want to work with you in the future, even after I've fucking panned all this out for you on how you are a complete disgrace to the fucking profession itself, I don't even want to work with you guys, now, even now that I've cleared this up for you, and perhaps maybe you have now more clarity on shit. I am not interested in fucking working with you. I don't want shit to deal with you. Um, I'm not interested in collaborating if you're a journalist or news outlet who uses consensus as a mean of cognition. Not too long ago, consensus, the consensus was that masks and lockdowns worked. Now the consensus changed because... People with authority, it has changed. And just because people with authority repeat something that isn't true, doesn't mean it's true. Consensus, what everyone is saying, isn't truth. Okay? Opinions aren't truth. Only facts are truth. And you cannot argue a fucking fact. Your opinion is not a fact. A fact is a fucking fact. So I made this as a master list for all the people I've fucking been, uh, corresponding with now that a lot of the restrictions on my, um, correspondence seems to be lifted by Uncle Sam, but I'm just, I'm just not interested in fucking, like you have no clue, especially you guys. I came down to see you guys in LA. Do you know, um, how fucking terrifying that was to drive three hours, one direction And absolutely be constantly dodging people trying to fucking murder me on the road. Shooting fucking deadly gamma ray sources at me. Um, Yeah, and essentially trying to run me off the road, fucking brake check me, trying to swerve at me. I had to deal with three and a half, actually more, longer than that, because I had to keep pulling, pulling off the freeway to lose people. I had to do that three hours, three hours in one way, three hours back. And the fact that I went down to see so many of you guys down there in LA, like, fuck. I remember just leaving stacks and stacks of legal paper notes, and my contact info was so many of you guys. You guys are fucking dog shit at your jobs, or you're just fucking mainstream media, uh, fucking establishment talking pieces, and just trying to figure out what the story is, like, I mean, for fuck's sake, one of you motherfuckers offered me, offered to pay me for my story, a couple grand for my story, but then I couldn't talk about it. That's not how the news works. You want to buy the rights to my story, but then I can't talk about it. That's not how news works. You motherfuckers really like there was a legitimate massive crime, not only happening to me. But that it got that it spilled over to so many other parts of this military community and people in the intelligence community were too scared because so many fucking factors are account for how they have to shut the fuck up about things, the the how they have to sign uh, NDAs, how they are bounded by law, they could face jail time. You guys are a fucking joke. I want to say mainstream media, especially all you motherfuckers down in L.A., because I specifically went to the big boys with this shit. You guys are a fucking joke. I don't have any interest of working with any of you. And I also, a lot of you independent guys who I reached out to later either, like, who came back to me, whoa, people are saying this, well, oh, we're going to decline because there's some murmurs about, a murmur, bro? You're journalists. You have, that means that you have to fucking get to the bottom of things with facts. I'm not interested in dealing with you guys. I've squashed every single smear about me with facts. I'm sorry that you're having maybe a hard time with facts, but that's how facts work. You can't argue them. I hope this list helps you. And, you know, any future journalists I'm looking to work out with, look, man, I mean, I understand, like, I seem pretty salty, but, bro, I've been white-knuckling this bitch for years. I had to make my own fucking platform. I had to make my own news thing. I had to make my own news platform. You understand how how out of how 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 out of options I had to literally make my own news project. I had to learn about the business. I had to fucking study the behavioral patterns of of news consumers, and I had to make my own platform. Then I had to go and fucking sniff out my own exclusives. Then I had to make exclusive content. Um, I had to make my own platform and website, etc. Because you guys didn't do your fucking jobs. So, uh, now that you guys have the master list and I don't know why I'm having to teach journalists that people lie. Uh, but I am in, and and if we've had previous correspondence, uh, I'm in no interest. I have no interest in fucking working with you at all. Suck my dick. You fucking failed. You fucking failed at your job in the most heinous fucking way. And you let a massive criminals get away with it which is pretty much how shit works as we're finding out. I mean shit now that Twitter file stuff's happening. We're finding out that the government works one-on-one with fucking media outlets and social media companies etc to control the fucking narrative. Like I'm just I'm just not interested in fucking working with you people. You fucking disgust me. And 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 for those of you listening, journalism is fucking dead, okay? What they're there to report to you is what the what the state department wants you to hear. There is no honest news left. And if there is honest news, they get suppressed or the algorithm fucking make sure that you never find these people or people will fucking try to do like mass reportings of their accounts or whatever to get their, their channels taken down. Uh, to deep, what they call it, deplatforming. Like anything that you're watching on the news isn't fucking news. It's a lullaby and they're singing it to you to keep you asleep. anyways, uh, yeah, any other media outlets, I mean, like I said, we got like 43,000 regular listeners, I mean, I know that ain't shit for, uh, for most of the, 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 you know, most podcasts, I know, like, other podcasts got way more fucking listeners, but, uh, yeah, if you're having a hard time with, um, you know what I'm saying, murmurs and shit like that, that I've squashed with facts, and you are a team of journalists, who don't check your facts and just say, oh, well, my colleagues are saying this, or we've been told hands off on you, or what the fuck ever, or if I drop. Do you know, like, what blows my mind is the basis for this podcast, believe it or not. The first 100 episodes, at least, was, much of it was based off of core concept and all the notes that I dropped off at CNN, BuzzFeed, fucking Los Angeles Times, fucking so many other news outlets where I fucking dropped off stacks of notes of this is what's happening down here. Two people. You guys never contact me back. I mean, so I had to use the, literally that same information to make this podcast. And I've grown it to, like I said, like, what is it? 43K now, regular listeners. And I did it without you. And I'm not interested. Uh, you know, somebody came back to me and asked me if I wanted to do a a podcast deal, and they would, they would take, like, you know, I would get sponsors, and then they would take 50 of 50% of of what, like, I'm not interested in doing that, this shit is not for fucking sale, we'll never have ads on here, I'm not gonna be part of a podcast network, I'm not interested in those deals, I appreciate those deals, but I'm not interested of giving someone 50% of something that I built from the ground up, because fucking journalists and mainstream media was not doing their fucking job. If you want to have if you are still interested and you are a media outlet that I have not been in contact with, because I do know who I was spoken to already, uh, you can contact me. My email address is, uh, sup 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 at mesh That'll get you straight to me, straight to my phone, straight to my outlook. Um, sup sup. It's just sup at uh, mesh And, um, yeah, I'm just interested in exposing this, getting more coverage. I'd love a fucking retweet. Um, you know, I'll do a editorial with you or what have you. But um, all the people I've worked with in the past, fuck you, garbage, garbage, garbage. Cool. I'm Stephen Beckman of the Mesh News Project. This is the Contel Pro 2.0 podcast. This wasn't exactly a podcast episode, but you know what? I'm tired of fucking repeating myself, and I just wanted to make a master list because. I got here with my fan base. I grew this shit because obviously people were fact checking me. Do you know what I'm saying? I would, I would say things. And even though I brought the receipts, even they fucking fact checked me. And that's why I grew this thing. Do you understand me? I did this. I grew this. There's a reason why my films, which I had to use as, as essentially a kinder egg to put in the thing that got me in this trouble. Like I said, with people higher up the food chain, um, I had to literally inject it into the middle of, of giant fucking films, which I had to personally fucking hustle. I mean, getting a couple million views on a film ain't shit these days, but you know, I did that. I did that. Okay? You guys didn't help me. I did that. And I'm not willing and I'm not looking to work with anybody who does not who who bases who they work with on consensus, not facts. Hard facts hard facts, that that conversation would be over or those misconceptions would be extinguished if you base your information on facts and you motherfuckers are journalists. That is literally your job. Your only job is to check the facts and you're having a hard time with that shit? Yeah, no. Look, man, if you're listening to the fucking news, like I said, bro, that shit is a fucking lullaby to lull you to sleep, to keep you fucking asleep. And you are right to think journalists... Uh, or many mainstream journalists uh, fucking work for the U.S. government. They do. They do. They do. And they don't want to lose access in case they get an exclusive or whatever. So when a story comes around that's going to threaten some politician or make the government look bad, they squash it. You have every single right, you have every single reason to not fucking trust journalists. At least mainstream journalists anyways hit me up sup at meshnews.org if you want to work with me if i already talked to you i'm not interested oh hey i got a lot of response from this uh podcast already like i said just a little kind of a little open love letter to a lot of mainstream media guys who have been interacting with um just some 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 sort of responses because obviously these need to be addressed or else people will be making comments or the same comment on all the different platforms this shit goes out to. But uh yeah man uh uh it, it how uh, right, I want to say this fucking yeah I also have uh the, also the people who because like I've said in previous podcasts what they do is they try to lower your value to people and part of that Psyop tactic essentially in COINTELPRO 2.0 is to use the ubiquitous <coughs> nature of cheap surveillance technology. You can go on Amazon right now. And for like 20 bucks, buy a camera the size of like the tiniest button you've ever seen. Basically, the size size of your fucking... They're, they're called ribbon cameras. And uh, you just put those anywhere. And then you hook them up to a board and you can stream them. It's crazy. But... You know, like I've said in previous podcasts, you know, my phone's been fucking hacked. They hot mic that shit a lot. Just because if you're given access to a person that you shouldn't have, like if you can see, it's kind of like porn being a porn star. If you're a porn star and people see you get railed and stuff like that, like a lot of female porn stars, I imagine, get approached and then people look at them like they're some sort of object, not as a human, (laughs) The same thing goes for exposure, and that's why they, they hook up your house with cameras. They make your neighbors paranoid about you, but they go, yeah, yeah, but we've already got him under surveillance. I just want to let you know who this guy is, but if you wanted to watch him or something like that, because we really need some people to help us out. like It's crazy how, they, how corrupt-ass cops and shit like that get people to do the most fucked-up things. Um, but they do that to, uh, essentially, they overexpose your personal life quietly, or they tell people that you agreed to this, or it's a shtick, or that you're a bad man, like, if somebody's just not invited to their trial, if something, like, right, if something is, uh, if, 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 you know what I'm saying, if somebody isn't saying some crazy shit to your face, but then they make sure that they just say it to everyone else, it's because they understand, do you know what I'm saying, it doesn't hold water, especially since you know what the truth is, but this situation has had, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, my provocators, which is basically the federal government at this point, um, even though I have local problems, it's kind of like my local problems and my federal problems, since they both are not my friend, very much team up. Anyways, so they overexpose you, and that's a psychological warfare tactic, or PSYOP, because your overexposure kind of makes you seem like a thing or you're not real. Because, like, why would I have access to this person's private life in any aspect? It must be because they're less than me. And you don't think that's what happens in the brain. But, like, I want to say, the overexposure of things that you shouldn't be, like, me fucking being in the shower and picking my nose... Um Whatever my most private moments and those things are put out and they're put out to your neighbors, but their neighbors are first so they don't end up like blowing it up how they're trying to just uh, smear you to your to your community. They'll first make those people paranoid make them think they're in on a secret Um, and they'll say like I'm under investigation or I slipped through the cracks or some stupid shit that I've already debunked like a motherfucker. But lots of, so they hot mic my phone, they were exposing my private life, putting hide cams and shit in my crib. And this is something that is ubiquitous. Like, if you just search fucking Airbnb hidden camera, like, people just, you have no idea. You can just put that shit in anything these days, and people are crazy creeps. They just want to see people doing their thing. They just want to be fucking creeps. It's crazy, like... Once technology made being a pile of shit easier, all of a sudden people think they're not piles of shit because it's so easy to do that. No, you're still a pile of shit. You don't, you don't have permission to access anyone's private life. You're still just a huge pile of fucking garbage. People don't think, see that. They see someone else went out of their way to make it so your private life is not private. They've overexposed you on purpose. The same way, I guess you would look at a porn star like a thing. Like, that's still a person with thoughts and ideas and whatever. That's just her job. And because there's such an animalistic thought association with sex or whatever, people tend to think of somebody as less. But at the same time, it's not so much the sex as it's the overexposure of a private thing. So if they end up overexposing you and putting, you know, saying like, breaking in your crib when you're at work or whatever and putting a bunch of hide cams and shit, um, your most private moments tend to become people's entertainment, but they're told, before they're let in on what it is that they're seeing, they're told like a fancy story on why you're a bad man, why, you know, this is revenge or what, like, because people don't just naturally be, want to treat people like shit. Most people are good people. Kind of like with the Vladimir Putin shit, remember? He couldn't just go and be like, I just kind of want Ukraine's shit. I want their gas. I want some of their land and I want that shit. But no, he couldn't say that, right? He has to have a a bullshit reason. He has to be like, no, it's because there's Nazis, right? Because he understands on the world stage, people have naturally have empathy programming. It's part of our nature. So what they do is they invent some sort of fucking lore or fantasy or whatever, and they make sure and they try to and they keep the person who it's about in the dark. But even though I have other people listening to this, mainly I'm making this podcast for mainstream media people, MSM people that I've reached out to, and you guys have just. Uh, I also understand there's quite a few people in mainstream media because the feds were trying to lower my value professionally as well where they put this shit out to you. I know that they started live streaming my, my screen on lots of things, etc. Um, a lot of my files got stolen. Uh, my cloud got hacked constantly. Uh, even some of my projects where I was halfway working on them, uh, other mainstream news outlets who I've already reached out to, like I said, I get hacked constantly, you guys. You have no fucking clue. Get access to my shit. They steal a lot of my thought leadership. Because, like I've told you guys and before, uh, the rest of you guys before, I had to create my own news platform because just mainstream news is so fucking corrupt and in bed with the government. You just really have to understand how fucked up it is. So, if they can take my platform from me and my thought leadership, I can no longer be in a, uh, uh, an authority. So, they can make sure that you don't listen to me when I say things. But there's lots of people, in mainstream media and even independent media, believe it or not, who were also invited. To absolutely invade my privacy. Um, Fucking, my screen was being live streamed on some sort of live streaming site or dark website or some shit. And they get invited to come and watch my shit, watch me put together materials that I need to save my life. And these people did it still steal my shit, my shit constantly getting hacked. Um, Files getting deleted. My socials are constantly getting into, but there's lots of people in mainstream media, even independent media guys. Kai's a little bit higher up in the echelon, uh, who are openly also engaging in this. And I wanted to add on to this open letter. You make uh, I I am very much aware as to who those people are, and I also have absolutely no fucking intentions on working with you in the future, etc. You might put on a good face like you're some sort of fucking truth teller. Like, I know you're full of shit. I know lots of you don't have your own ideas. I know you guys have stolen lots of my thought leadership and, my, and, my, and, and projects I was working on, etc. And it sucks, but I just keep going forward. But, don't ever get it twisted, you guys. I am not cool with you. I do repost lots of you guys because I care about the fucking mission. Understand, I care about waking people the fuck up. It's not because I like you. Especially if I know that you were taking part in uh invading my fucking privacy. And instead of just sending me like a DM being like, yo, they got you out here or whatever, they're inviting me to do this, which would take like 11 seconds. Uh instead, you just engaged in this shit. So uh, don't get it twisted. If I retweet you, if I post some of your stuff, I tell people to follow you. It's not because we're cool. It's because I care about the fucking mission of making people think, using their fucking brain, breaking their fucking chains, waking people to fuck up. And it's not a don't ever think it's a reflection of uh, how tight we are, especially if I'm well cognizant of uh, you participating in this. If you were a good person, you would be like, this is not right. What's going on? I'm going to let him know. Like I said, man, it will take you five seconds to do that. It is what it is. Don't get it twisted. I care about the mission. Do you understand? I don't care about making friends. I'm not trying to say I'm, I i don't want to be people's friends, but I care about the mission more so than fucking drama So don't get that fucking twisted, but I also not interested in working with people who participated in the invasion of my personal private life, a lot of my hard work, and the federal government trying to pull out the rug out from underneath me because I'm trying to save my own fucking life. You too also can go fuck yourself. Excellent. Thanks.